Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us, and we're the hosts of The Mom Hour. On this show, we're joined by a team of unique mom voices from across the country and in different stages of motherhood to bring you tips, ideas, and encouragement, and to help you feel a little less alone. We all know that motherhood is a lot easier when real moms share honest truths and remind each other that it's all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I'm Joanna Martin, and today I'm here with Joanne Ruelos-Diaz, and today we're coming to talk to you about all things fur babies and pets. We were talking about this kind of on the side. We have both acquired new pets within the last year, and pets are just such a special part of family life. They bring comfort to our homes, structure to our daily rhythms, and they've also been known to add frustration. So we wanted to take some time today to talk about that. Um, So let's do a little intro, Joanne, for our listeners. What does your family look like? Where do you live? And who are the pets in your life currently? Hi, Joanna. Um, This is Joanne, and I live in northern New Jersey, about 40 minutes outside of New York City. I live with my husband and our two kids, and our latest member of our family is a one and a half year old dog that we got last June. My name is Joanna Martin. I live in a suburb of Dallas, Texas, with my husband and three kids. And currently, we have two dogs. We have Kaylee, she is an 11 year old rescue dog that we adopted about six months into our marriage. And then we have Harley, who is a three-year-old boxer, who we kind of rescued, kind of acquired, kind of adopted this past August. But we'll get we'll get more into that. So Joanne, what was your family history like with pets? Like, did you grow up with pets? What was all that like? And I can take this one first. Growing up, my family, we always had a lot of pets. I felt like we kind of dipped our toe in like every kind of pet genre you can. We had dogs, we had cats, we had hamsters and goldfish and hermit crabs. I mean, we did everything. What about you guys? We had fish. (laughs) (laughs) Just one or like a tank? Had a tank of fish. Um, I remember going to the library and getting some books out about 
different kinds of fish, you know, which fish could live together. We had a tank and I was super into the, into these fish until, um, they started dying one by one. My father still rubs it in to this day. When we talked about getting a dog, he was like, but what about the fish? You were so upset about what they were <laughs> Uh, so that was my only, that was my only real experience with pets. So it was kind of a big deal for us to get a dog last year. Yeah. I mean, a fish is cool, but I mean, I feel like they're pretty like self-sustaining. Like if you go out of town, you can just like have somebody come in and feed them a couple times and they'll probably be okay. But a dog is a bigger, a bigger commitment. Now going into our current pet ownership, why don't you go first and tell us about your puppy that you have now? Cause he's still, he is still a puppy. I think so. I'm so glad you asked because all I want to do right now for the last six months is talk about my dog. And that's how you and I came up with this idea because I think you and I just kept commenting on each other's dogs as we would post pictures and videos on Instagram. Yes. Um, so I'm happy to share my obsession with you. Um, it all started last January when our family went to visit my husband's cousin and he has, and his cousin had, has this, um, like 15 year old Yorkie, this old dog, this adorable Yorkie just wanted to cuddle. And so my 11 year old, I guess he was 10 at that time. He and I were head over heels for this dog. And, um, I think when I look back on it, I think what really, um, caused my puppy fever was seeing, was bonding with my 10 year old over this little dog, because, you know, he's into different things now, and there's not as much that we have in common. And we were really like goo goo over this, over this Yorkie. And so after that started, I had puppy fever. So I was like following dogs on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I um, joined a bunch of like, started following rescues, like local rescues and shelters. Um, I started joining like local Facebook groups um, and rescue Facebook groups that were in my town. Um, we even started, we visited a local shelter when a neighbor went on vacation, we dog sat for her just to sort of start feeling it out. And I found out about a local woman who fosters a bunch of dogs for a rescue. And I heard that she was really great at like hearing what a family was looking for and the makeup of a family and matching them. She's like a dog matchmaker. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And she happened to have this dog that sounded like a good fit for us. So we met Fiji, our now dog named Fiji, um, in May. And then we adopted him in June. So from me first getting puppy fever in January to actually adopting was six months. And this is the first dog for our family. First pet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So for us, um, so we have two dogs right now. We have Kaylee and Harley. Um, Kaylee is a rescue dog. We adopted her about six months after we got married. We did try and um, there was another dog that we tried to adopt from a shelter. My husband did not grow up with pets. Um, I think he had like a couple birds and I don't think they lasted very long. Um so he had never had like a four-legged furry animal in his house. And we went to the shelter. We adopted this dog and she had 
crazy attachment issues and like wrecked our apartment. So she went back, um, which was sad. She was a very sweet dog, but just not for us in the phase of life we were in. So we looked at pet rescue organizations and we found Kaylee through this one organization called Paws in the City. I I know they're in Dallas. I don't know if they're in other bigger cities as well, but they rescue animals from high kill shelters and then put them in foster homes and then the fosters match them up. So similar to like you guys finding Fiji. Um, So we saw her, met her at a dog park, and then we did a, um, a home visit, which I was really worried about. I thought it was going to be like them inspecting my house to make sure it was fit for a pet. But really the home visit was like, Kaylee just came to our house. (laughs) And then they were like, you're going to have three days with her. If it works out great. If it doesn't, you'll give her back. And it worked out. So she's been here for, yeah. So we, we've had her for, I guess she turned 11 in January. We don't really know her birthday because she was just a shelter dog. Um, but yeah, she's she's so sweet. She's been with us for all of our kids and she's she's a great kid dog. Um, and then we recently, like I said, acquired slash rescued Harley. Um, and it was super unplanned. We were not looking for another pet at all. We were very happy with Kaylee. Like I said, she's 11. You know, we don't know how many years we have left with her. Um, but we were not looking for another dog. Actually, my middle was really trying to convince us to get a cat. And but we, we weren't even considering that yet. Um, but my neighbor and I were on our way to a friend's house and driving down a street that's like a couple blocks away that tends to get a lot of traffic from like the surrounding schools. And we saw this big brown dog running across the street and he had a collar on and we were like, oh no, he's probably gonna get hit. So we pulled over and I opened my van door and he just jumped in and was like, where are we going? What are we doing? This is great. And um, I was like, OK, well, I guess we should probably try and find your owners. And so after that night and then the next day, we looked around the street where he was running on and I did find his owners. Um, it turns out they had like just moved to the area, were very overwhelmed with life and they were like, he keeps getting out of our yard and he needs training and we love him and he's very sweet, but we just cannot give him the time and attention he needs right now. And so um, we took him in and he is so sweet. He is not a cat. He is not, you know, what my middle child wanted. He's 80 pounds, but he's very snuggly and would love to sit in your lap. Um, And he's very high energy. He is just, he's super great. He's another like really kid friendly dog. Um, But like I said, we were not, I don't think my husband ever envisioned owning two dogs. Um, And here we are. I cannot believe you have an 80 pound dog. That is so foreign to me. I have an 18 pound dog. Yeah, he is. I I definitely never imagined owning a, a big dog either. Like Kaylee is... Well, Kaylee's supposed to be like 40 pounds, but she's she's a little over that at the moment. Um, but she's like probably like 45, 50 pounds and like very midsize. Like she doesn't really jump. She doesn't really like. But I mean, Harley could like knock somebody over. So um, it's been it's been a learning curve. One, having a younger dog again. And two, one that's like 
at the size of a 10 year old, a 12 year old, you know, like he could like definitely bulldoze a person in our in our house. <laughs> Who had um, an easier time adapting to having Harley? Was it the kids or was it Kaylee? So what's funny is um, Kaylee in her old age is very selective on who she likes in terms of other dogs. And so the night we brought him home that we rescued him, I was really nervous because I was like, well, Kaylee's not a huge fan of other dogs. I didn't know if he'd had all his shots yet. And um, thankfully, a friend of mine had a crate that we could borrow. And the minute he came into our house, he just got on our couch and laid like belly up. And Kaylee looked at him and was like, you're not a threat. You're fine. I don't you're you're probably pretty dumb. Um, And so she just got used to him right away. The kids loved him. I think if anybody probably had the biggest learning curve, it was probably Eric because he was like, whoa, you're he's used to our old lady dog. And he was like, oh, no, you need like playtime and attention. And Kaylee's happy to sleep about 20 hours a day. But Harley is. He wants attention and he wants love for a little bit. Um, So I think Eric probably had the hardest time transitioning, although really he just kind of fit in. Harley. Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor, Factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious. Yeah, Megan, I agree. Our whole family was impressed with the quality and flavor of Factor Meals we tried. And it turned out to be a great option for my teenagers when they got home late from a theater practice or came home from school super hungry. There's zero prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Factor Meals just need to be heated for about two minutes and they're ready to go. Yeah, and for any listeners with wellness goals this month, Factor has six menu preferences to support your lifestyle, whether you're trying to boost your protein, avoiding meat, or simply focusing on well-balanced meals. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code MOMHOUR50 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code themomhour 15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. So how did you guys, since... Since our adoption was accidental, 
um, with Harley, at least with Kaylee, we definitely thought about it. Um, but how did you guys decide that it was time for a new, a new family member, a new four-legged family member? I think it was really kicked into gear, like I said, by meeting that little Yorkie. And so our decision process was super slow and it worked out. I think it worked out really well for us. Um, my kids are eight and 11. And so we're not in that crazy, overwhelmed period of life anymore, knock on wood. Um, so it wasn't really daunting to me. I think a few years ago, neither my husband or me would have thought, okay, this is a great time to bring another family member into our, into our mm -hmm. world responsibilities but the kids are eight and 11 they're much more independent now and to be really honest the fact that my older son and I were really on the same page about something just I don't know it was like a, sh a nice shock to my heart like oh this is a tender side of him that I'm seeing this is something that we're connecting on um and he and I would talk about it all the time he was really into the idea my um, similar to your kids, my younger son really wanted a cat. For years, Oscar has wanted a cat. He identifies as a cat himself. He calls himself Coco. <laughs> he really wants, he has cats. Oscar and Genevieve should hang out because she oh, is God. also a cat. I mean, we have cat t-shirts, cat socks, cat books, you know, all these things. And um, if my husband and I were not allergic, we would have we would have just broken down and got him a cat. He got, he really wanted a cat. Um, but we can't, you know, we're, we're super allergic. Um, so I think it was a combination of me wanting to have this bonding experience with Leo, my older one, and um, us having the time and space to kind of think about having a, a new, new pet in our lives. Um, and the fact that the kids could help out. The fact that they're eight and yeah. 11, you know, they can help with the walking and the feeding and the playing. Also, if I have to go out for a walk or my husband does, we can leave them in the house alone for a few minutes and not worry. You know, not it's not like leave, we couldn't leave like a two year old in the house. Right. Um, we don't have to like bundle them up. And, you know, it's not this whole rigmarole to, to get out the door to walk the dog. So right. it was a really um, slow process that that worked out. We found the right dog. We found the right fit for our family. And I was able to see that the kids were old enough to, um, be responsible. Like they would have to pick up their toys so that the dog wouldn't swallow something that, you know, he wasn't supposed to. And they took that super seriously, you know? Um, so that helped me feel better that we were ready. Yeah. I remember as a kid, like bonding with my sibling or like my parents over a pet or something, you know, like there's like that special little bond that you have where it's like, it's almost like they're a buffer sometimes to like the parent kid relationship. And it's something that you can both love together during like the hard tween teen years. And I remember Megan's talked about that too, with her kids and their cats. It may have been like Owen or Clara that like was very attached to one of her cats and they kind of like bonded over it during a tough season. We, like I said, with Harley, we did not plan on adopting him. We were not in the season. We literally made that decision in 24 hours. Um, but with Kaylee, 
we had been married about six months and, um, you know, I, I grew up with pets and wanted to have a pet and we had talked about it. Eric really wanted to get a dog. And I think finding that rescue really helped us similar to y'all, like narrow down the best fit for our family and, um, you know, gave us a dog that was, she already had her shots. She was already spayed. Like she was ready to ready to go into a home. We also, with that rescue, it was really nice because we could search for different kinds of fosters. So you could separate it out by like dogs that have definitely been around kids. Um, at the time we were living in an apartment. So we wanted a dog who was already crate trained and potty trained and um, was would be an easy transition for us. And then we also looked at dogs who were a little bit older. I mean, Kaylee was, I think she was like four or five months when we adopted her. So she was still pretty young, but she wasn't like an itty bitty puppy. Like she wasn't like, you know, we weren't going to have to potty train her or anything. Um, but yeah. And then with Harley, we, like I said, we rescued him. We talked to his former owners and um, we didn't want him to, you know, go back and possibly get out of his yard again and get hit by a car or go to a shelter. Um, and so we talked about that for 24 hours and then we were like, okay, I guess we're getting another dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that like bringing in a pet to older kids is a huge change from younger kids. I think that if Harley had jumped into my van, you know, four or five years ago, I would have, we would not have been able to take him on. So dogs are a lot of work. We talked about, you know, comparing them to fish and hamsters and the little pets. Um, so how does your family manage all of the pet maintenance, like vet visits and exercise and feeding and, you know, travel? Um, and I can go first on this one. Pet ownership is like a whole family effort. I will say that I feel like I take on a little bit more than everybody else because I'm the one that does the vet appointments. And if we're going out of town, I make the dog boarding reservations. Um, I mean, before we had kids, Eric and I split everything pretty 50-50 and we lived in an apartment. So he would always take Kaylee out in the morning to go to the bathroom and I would take her out in the afternoon and we would always go on walks together. It was it was a great kid-free life. Um, and then once we had kids, I think as young as like 18 months too, I was having Madeline fill up the dog bowl and like go scoop up the food and fill the dog bowl. Um, now it's nice because what if, I don't know why I hate this responsibility so much, but like filling up the water bowl, mm -hmm. I just feel like it is annoying where, and it's, it's constant, especially with two dogs now. Um, and so that's another kid thing that we put on them is feeding and watering. Um, and then for the most part, I walk the dogs, the kids will join me on that sometimes. But we recently had Harley in a training program. Cause like I said, he's a very high energy dog. Um, and he's huge and walking him was a struggle. Uh, I felt like he could probably pull my arm out of the socket with seeing a squirrel or a big truck. So we had him in a 15 day training program and on Fridays I would have, I would have like an hour long class of learning about what he learned through the week. And he was trained on, um, 
like a snoot loop collar. Like a, I think it's called a gentle leader. Ours isn't called that, but it's it's like a it's not a muzzle, but it's like a little rope that goes around their nose and uh, also like an e-collar. And so he is honestly like a totally different dog now. I feel like he, you know, listens and doesn't pull my arm off, which is great. It was just a big time commitment and a big financial commitment. Um, and I feel like we're all still kind of learning how how to do the commands and everything. And since Kaylee is so much older and we never did any training with her, it's a little different for us to to have that learning curve. Was the 15 day like Harley stayed over for 15 days? So this, I think it's a franchise, but it's called the Dog Wizard. And um, I, I want to say it's a national franchise. I know they're at least in Texas, but they had like a two week board and train where you could drop your dog off and they would train them and then you would go for like a full day of lessons when you picked them up. Um, I think that was more for people that live a little bit further out since we only lived about 15, 20 minutes away. It was a five week, three day a week program. So it was almost like my dog was in preschool. (laughs) Like I would drop him off in the morning and pick him up in the afternoon and I would send his food with him. So it was like my little preschooler going off to school. Um, But yeah, so it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then on Fridays, I would go for an hour and they would teach me everything that he learned throughout the week. And then on the on the weekends, we would have homework. So it was it was a big family effort to get through that program. Yeah. But I mean, he has before. I mean, he's he's a couch potato during the day. He just sleeps on the couch. But whenever we would walk him or if he would go outside, he would try and, uh, you know, chase every single squirrel. And every Amazon truck and like it was it was a lot. And so we were like, we want to enjoy you and we know you probably can listen. Um, So it was it was definitely worthwhile, but it was an intense commitment for about five weeks. It sounds kind of um, it sounds kind of ideal to me because it wasn't it was a few hours a day spaced over a relatively short amount of time. I've heard of um other places where you have to send your dog away for like a month. Yeah, it was, it was good. I knew they, I know they offer the other kind and I know a lot of people do it, but I was like, I'm here. I can go take him and pick him up. And I want our whole family to be involved. And I really wanted the kids to be involved with like the commands and everything, because it'd be great if they could take them for walks someday. And I can trust them with that right now. I think he would probably drag all of my children. Um, He's he's still very much in the learning phase. So what about you? How does your family split up all the dog responsibilities? I agree with you that it's a whole family effort. I mean, it started before we even got Fiji, you know, just in preparing the house. Um, and everybody had to participate in that, especially the kids who had to sort of make the decision to move some of their Lego and toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. A different room where the dog couldn't get it. I mean, we didn't know what his personality, we knew his personality, but we didn't know if he was going to be the type of dog to just like eat everything in sight. Um, so we had to rearrange like some of their toys and things and they had to rearrange their room. Um, but now I would say I do, my husband does a lot of the dog walking, especially in the morning. He always does the morning walk because I'm not a morning person. Um, <laughs> And 
when he works from home, he definitely does a lot of the walking. Um, when he's in like a period of work life where he's out most of the time, I'll do most of the walking. Um, and then I do the vet visits. Like the, I would say that the mental load of having a pet is is more on my to do list. Like I'm the one thinking, okay, well, if we go away for the weekend or if we go out for the day, what does that mean for the dog? Right. And then also, like you said, the vet visits and things like that. Um, Leo, my my 11-year-old, he does a lot of the walking when he's home and on weekends, and he does a lot of the training. So he and I took a class. At, oh, that's at awesome. Park. Yeah, we took like a once-a-week pet class or pet training class um, where we learned some of the basics. And he's really good about kind of reinforcing those things with Fiji. Um, and then my younger one who wanted the cat and probably still harboring some feelings about that. Um, (laughs) Oscar does, Oscar does the water and, um, that's about it for now. Yeah. I think we did a pet smart class with Kaylee maybe, but it was probably like one of the free classes where it was like, bring your dog and learn teach them how to sit. And that was it. Okay. Now that Harley's been through this like really intensive training program, I've just noticed how bad she is and like how naughty, but I'm like, you're old. You can get away with that for a few more years, but I'm like, oh man, we, we really missed the mark with, with Kaylee and her training. I know the pet smart one was so funny because on quote unquote graduation day, there was like a photo opportunity where he wore yes. like a small graduation cap and had a, had a diploma. So I was all into that, of course. Oh my gosh. And I love it. In retrospect, I would joke that um, he passed based on attendance and not necessarily on um, his mastery of skills. Let's put it that way. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> a for effort. A for effort. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's Chewable Kids Vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product, Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from our place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. 
It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. I wanted to spend some time on like introducing pets when you have little babies or toddlers. Because Kaylee is a champ and a pro and has survived three babies being brought home and three toddlers being toddlers. Um, So we, like I said, we had Kaylee, we adopted her about six months into our marriage. And then after we had been married a year, I got pregnant with our first. And it was so funny to see her go through that whole pregnancy. She was super attached to me. She would follow me around all the time, would not let me like out of her sight when I was at home. And I remember the week before I had Madeline, she was like connected. Like she would like, I think she knew something was up. And um, it was so funny because I remember the day I went into labor and had Madeline. It I felt kind of bad for Kaylee because I went into labor in the morning and then it was kind of like a normal work day. <laughs> and so I was like actively in labor. Eric took Kaylee out to go to the bathroom and then she went back into her crate and then we went to the hospital and we had a baby. And then I remember saying after I had Madeline, I was like, somebody needs to go let Kaylee out because she's been in her crate forever. Um, and so my dad went to check on her and then we came home a couple days later and my, my parents had taken care of Kaylee. Um, but we came home a couple days later and she just did not even realize that anything was different. She was like, where have you guys been? Like weird. Like, um, but I remember reading a lot about how to introduce a baby to your dog. And, you know, we, we didn't know how she was around kids. We, we were the first of our friends to have kids and. Madeline was the first grandkid. Um, so we didn't really know what she was going to do. And so I had sent Eric home with a baby blanket from the hospital for Kaylee to put in her bed and to smell it. And I think it's more about like the hospital smell, like you're going to smell different when you come home. Um, and so she didn't even realize we had brought a baby home with us until Madeline cried for the first time. And she was such a little like mother hen and like looking around and like, oh, my gosh, what is that? What is that? Um, And it's funny because we've always called Kaylee a puddle. Like she's super passive and super dismissive. And the minute she heard Madeline cry, she became like the scarred dog and would go and sit right next to her crib or right next to her car seat and like, look at me, like, take care of this take care of this little small human that is making a noise. Um, 
And she's been like that with all three of our kids. Like whenever I've been pregnant, she's been very attached to me. And whenever we've brought a baby home, she's been very protective of the baby. Um, It's funny now because now that my kids are older, they're nine, seven and four. um, She still tries to like kind of corral them outside, like when they're playing in the yard. But she's not as like hyper protective of them. She's just kind of like, I'm going to herd you all into the same place and watch you. Um, But she's not as much of a guard dog. And Harley was in a home with kids before he came to us. So I think that he just transitioned to our kids really easily. I mean, our kids like lay on top of him and snuggle with him. And he is just down for all of it. Um, I will say that the hardest part about having a dog with little kids is I, I mentioned Kaylee became a guard dog when we brought Madeline home, but she was the absolute worst dog to have when we were sleep training our kids. She, especially, so when we had Madeline, we were still in our apartment and we had like these French doors to our bedroom and Madeline was in our room. We kept our babies in our rooms for a really long time. And I know my husband disagreed with that because he like didn't sleep this entire time. But Madeline was in our room for like seven to nine months. And when I was sleep training her, Kaylee would just pop the doors open and then go and like sniff around her crib and um, immediately, you know, break the cycle of sleep training. Um, And I would, you know, have to take Kaylee out and be like, we're we're letting her cry it out for just a little bit. Like, it's going to be okay. But then Kaylee could not handle it. So um, and then the same thing happened with all my other kids. She would like pace the hallway. And like, probably wonder what I was doing as a mother. Like, she was probably like, this mom human is not okay. Like, she's just letting her kids cry. Um, Yeah. And so we, uh, that was probably the hardest thing with Kaylee. I mean, our dogs definitely bark when like people knock on the door and have definitely woken up sleeping babies. But for the most part, they're really good with like little babies and toddlers and, and kids. One thing that, um, came to mind when you were talking about Kaylee with the little ones. I was also thinking about puppies. Yes. The the parallel of like bringing a puppy into, into your life. Um, Fiji was nine months when we got him. And when we were in the process of thinking about what kind of dog we would get, we did think short, you know, for a short amount of time about getting a puppy. And a friend of mine said it so well. She said, a puppy is like having um, all of the demands of a newborn baby. Um, and the newborn baby has all of the energy of a toddler. And I oh, thought, oh. That's a good comparison. Yeah, don't you think so? Like the energy of a toddler in the in the needs of a newborn. And I thought, I don't want that. Right. <laughs> I want like the cuteness of a puppy, but I don't want like my sleep interrupted those days for me are over way over um and I I knew I didn't have that kind of energy and and that kind of stress would would not be great for our family um so that's why nine months was kind was kind of the perfect age yeah because it's like he's he's old enough to be teachable and probably have some more like bladder control (laughs) um but not so hyper like that's such a great comparison I've never thought about it that way before but yes 
It is like a harrowing, a harrowing image, isn't it? Like, yeah, my best friend, she has a three-year-old doodle. And when she was adopting him, I mean, he was a puppy. He was like at weeks old, like he was itty bitty and the cutest thing in the world. But I, and I would love to go over to her house and play with him. But then I always, I also loved leaving because I knew he would probably be up at like 1am and 3am needing to go potty. Oh yeah. No. The, um, the other thing that I found so helpful when I was asking friends about having a dog, a friend of mine who, um, has a one-year-old. So very familiar with the infant stage. She said, Having a dog is like 30% of having a child in terms of like the time commitment and the work. And I just thought that was another helpful, mm-hmm. helpful information for me to know, like, what am I getting into? Yeah, it's it's not a whole human, but it's about 30% of that, like, yeah. responsibility. Like, you can't leave your toddler at home, but you can leave your dog at home. <laughs> your dog at home for a, for a few hours anyway. And I think, like, also the fact that... um it's another personality that you're bringing into the family dynamic. And so um, I feel we talk about this in my family all the time. We're lucky that um, Fiji has the energy of like, he has like that fun, energetic dog energy when you want to play. Cause I do have younger kids and my husband kind of wanted, my husband was not as excited as we were about like the 15 year old snuggly Yorkie, but mm-hmm. He wanted like more of a rambunctious dog that also like didn't require any work. That's so funny that you say that about your husband not being into the the older Yorkie because my husband loves old dogs. Like, and I think his personality is very akin to an old lady dog. Like it is, he loves that Kaylee just sleeps all day. Um, And then we actually, we dog sit for a good friend of ours who has I think she's like 13 or 14. She's a, a little dachshund and she's, I mean, she's like so old and decrepit, but the sweetest, she's the sweetest dog, but my husband just loves them. And I'm like, you just love a dog that's so old. And you love an old dog. Yeah. I think Hart, like I said before, I think Harley was a, a transition for him because he was like, oh no, I want to play and I want to be active and kind of annoying. Um, and Eric's just used to a dog that sleeps the majority of the day. Well, since I work from home, yeah, Fiji sleeps a lot with me. And then around the time that the kids come home, he starts getting like, okay, I'm bored. Like, what's, yeah, let's get this. That's perfect. Yeah, works out. Yeah. So let's talk about some advice that we would give to families trying to decide if a pet is the right fit for their family, if it's the right time for their family. I think my biggest piece of advice is to ask lots of questions. When we were, I'm specifically thinking about when we were taking on Kaylee and I was coming from a background of having had pets and Eric was coming from a background of not having had, you know, bigger pets. And so we asked so many questions of ourselves, of the adoption agency. Um, So, you know, I think you should ask questions of your family. Uh, Is our family in the right place to take on a pet? Looking at your schedule really honestly and thinking, do we have time and space to have a pet? When we were taking on Kaylee, Eric and I were both 
you know, early in our marriage, early in our careers. And I was teaching all the time. I mean, I stayed up at school like so late and Eric was like, well, maybe this will actually get you to come home and, and maybe work a little bit at home in the evenings if I had a pet there. Um, you know, when we finally found Kaylee, we asked um, about her temperament, what environments she had lived in, and she had gone straight from a shelter to an apartment. So it was actually a really good fit for us. Um, are they good with kids? Can you have your kids meet with them? And then, you know, what kind of cat or what kind of cat, what kind of pet do you want? Like, do you want a cat? Do you want a dog? Are you, are you wanting something even smaller, like a fish? Like are, what, what is it your whole family is desiring out of this? Because, you know, like you said, like taking on a puppy, that's like taking on a, a toddler and taking on a dog versus a cat. Like that's a lot. You can't just leave a dog when you go on a trip versus, you know, if you're going away for like a few days, you can leave a cat with some food in the litter box and they're, they're pretty good. Um, so yeah, I think just my biggest piece of advice is asking a lot of questions. I agree a thousand percent with all of that. Um, and there are, I'll try to find it. There are really helpful resources, resources online where, um, they list the kinds of questions that you're talking about so that, people can kind of examine what, what they're ready for. Um, I'll try to find that for the show notes. Um, the thing that I would add is um, since I guess we've had PG for six months, seven months, and I'm really aware of it is that there is a significant financial consideration. Um, and I don't know if I was completely prepared for the, the extent of what kinds of financial costs there would be with having a pet, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning. Um, and I think it might just depend on what kind of, like in this case, what kind of dog you get, like, are they chewing a lot? Do they need a lot of um, toys? I did not understand dog toys. I thought it was kind of like a nice to have and I didn't realize it was like a need to have. Oh Yeah. I I yeah. had no idea. Like bark boxes, like those subscription toy boxes. Yeah. I, I did not understand why anyone would need that. And now I totally get when it. And I think we kind of got out of the habit of having dog toys because Kaylee's a chewer. And so as long as we have like, you know, like the Nyla bones or like a rawhide, like she's fine getting her little like dental chew every day. And then that's her entertainment. But Harley was like, I want to tug. I want to, you know, play with toys and I want to do this. And we just had totally gotten out of the habit of having stuff like that around. And I was like, oh, you you need a little bit more like stimulation and entertainment to like get through the day versus Kaylee is she's just here. (laughs) (laughs) A girl after my own heart. I know she's just here. (laughs) Yeah, I would I would say to my family, like, wow, there are whole stores and aisles in departments that I have never walked through before and didn't understand. And all of those things are great and exciting, but also, you know, they, the cost adds up. Um, and the yeah. other thing is boarding. So, oh, so expensive. I had no idea. I just didn't think, I guess, about boarding because I feel like we don't really travel that much. You know, we travel like once a, a week at in summer and a week at Christmas. Um, but you need you need um, like dog sitting, even if you go out for like we would 
go to the beach for the day or we would go, I don't know, like go into the city for the afternoon, the day or the afternoon. And now we're not doing that as much because especially at the beginning when we first got Fiji and he was having like more accidents, um, we just couldn't leave the house for that long stretch of time. Um, So I would just say to think about your finances and to think about how how you live and like how often you travel or leave the house. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, so back to my, my best friend from high school who has the doodle, she, you know, works full time and lives on her own. And so for her, when she moved to the suburbs, I think, I think it was when she moved there, she just, she wasn't as close to home. And so she needed to like hire a dog walker a couple, cause she's got a young dog and, she was like, I can't walk him as much with, you know, my job and everything. And so factoring that in, but man, dog boarding is, we do travel a good bit, um, at least to like visit family and everything. And dog boarding is so expensive and just so much. I always like, it's a love hate because you get to go and do something, but it's also really expensive for somebody to take care of your dog. So we have tried to like, you know, switch dog sitting with friends and everything to kind of save on that cost. But, um, it's a lot that and having two dogs now versus one, especially one that is so large compared to the other one. I have been amazed at how quickly we go through dog food (laughs) and just how often I'm going to Costco to get the like 60 pound bag of dog food. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Oh, I wanted to add one more thing that um, as an as a tip, if you have no pets and you're thinking about getting a pet to um, try to get your kids some experience with a cat or dog or whatever you're thinking about getting, um, I think it really helped for our kids to go to those shelters or visit with neighbors who had pets. Like, like I said, we did do a dog sitting. Uh, we sat like dog sat for a neighbor. Um, one thing though, that I learned the hard way is that if you do visit a shelter to make it really clear, if you're just visiting that you're not taking home a dog that day. Um, because we had a real rough 48 hours. Um, when my kids thought the first dog they saw, they were like, okay, great. We're taking this one home. Right. And they were super sad. Not only that we left without that dog, but that the dog got adopted like that night. Oh, Um, that's hard. Yeah. That's a great tip because we talked about, you know, your Oscar and my Genevieve both being cat people. And thankfully our neighbors have a kitten right now. And we have actually cat sat for that kitten. I feel like it's filling her cup a little bit because we are not, now that we have another dog, we are not looking at getting a cat anytime soon. Um, But it's still, it's giving her that like responsibility and introduction into what would it be like to have a cat? Yes. You would have to change the litter box. You would have to feed them. You would have to play with them. Um, you know, you have to get them groomed and their nails trimmed. That's such a good point. So did you want to do a little lightning round? You had some questions that you put in and, um, I think they're great. Okay. These are, these are fun questions. Um, and I didn't, we don't know each other's answers to these. So here we go. Have you ever dressed up your dog or dogs in a costume? Yes. Eric and I love to like talk about like, oh my gosh, this would be a hilarious dog costume. And then a lot of times we won't come through. But 
We have done a couple Halloween costumes. Like I, I got them bat wings this year. Um, and then we've dressed up Kaylee as a dragon before. And then actually Kaylee is a really short hair dog and she has like no fur on her belly and it gets really cold in the winter and she loves a sweater. So <laughs> like she, she absolutely loves a sweater and Harley is hit or miss on the sweater, but Kaylee will gladly wear one all of winter. So yes, we have dressed up our dogs. How about you guys? I'm going to need to see a picture of the sweaters. <laughs> Every every sweater. I want one picture. Yes. I mean, this year we did do matching sweaters. It was it was pretty great. Well, we dressed up. We had a family costume this year. We were all characters from the anime Naruto. Um, And part of the reason why we did that was because there was a character who had a dog and Leo was excited that he could be the character and that Fiji could be that dog. So I'll send you a picture. That's sweet. Okay. next question. Do your dogs have Instagram accounts? They do not. But my my best friend from high school, her dog has an Instagram account. And I think it's hilarious. I mean, I definitely follow a couple dogs on Instagram, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous, but it's so wholesome. I follow a couple dogs on Instagram. I can yeah. think of two. So does Fiji have an Instagram account? He does not. But I, you know, don't be surprised. You've thought about happens. it. I thought about it. Okay. How, how many things do you have with your dog's faces on them? I can think of like two Christmas ornaments and a couple of gifts that are like like our dogs. Um, and then a friend of mine got our little like friend group from high school. We all had dogs. And she found this like I spy. It's like a Where's Waldo that you can like pick out your dog breed and then put your dog's name on it. And then it's like a Where's Waldo book of Where's Kaylee. And so it's really cute. And my kids love it. Um, but it's like all dog themed and it's it's really, really cute. So I'll see if I can find the link to that. I think it was like an Instagram find of um, you know, the like kid books where it's like you can yeah. put your kid's name. So it's like that, but with Haley. <laughs> oh my gosh. But if if I don't give that to somebody, somebody's gonna give that to me. I I'm yeah. ready. I've definitely thought about getting like, you know, the socks with like dog faces on them. I've thought yeah. about getting those, but I haven't I haven't gone that far yet. I have um well, this was our first Christmas, so I got a Christmas ornament with Fiji's face on it. I also got these great bookmarks that have his face on on them and i'm trying to think maybe that's it right now he did get an embroidered blanket with his name on it from uh my mother-in-law i thought that was really that's adorable (laughs) yeah so i feel like i have to go back because i just thought of something but you said do your pets have an instagram account so kaylee does not have an instagram account but she does have a hashtag on Instagram. And for the longest time, so Kaylee has a big spot, like right on her butt. It is like right on her back. But but. she, yes, she's spot butt. And so I, I have a hashtag for her called spot, butt. it's so funny because we had friends. I mean, this is like when Instagram first came out and I would just say hashtag spot, but we had friends that thought that that was her actual name for a long time because that I wouldn't put her name. I would just put that. So she doesn't have an Instagram account, but she does have a hashtag. Well, and she I, has most of the pictures on there. <laughs> it's working because I remembered it. 
Yeah. So how crazy of a dog mom are you? I, I'm climbing every day. I called myself the other day, I called myself a late bloomer dog person because now, yeah. now I'm like a crazy lady. The dog bookmarks, like I said, and the dog costumes. Uh, we celebrated Fiji's birthday with party hats and a, a cookie that said happy birthday on it. I mean, I love it so much. We're, we're getting there fast. Yeah. We're getting there and we're getting there fast. Yeah. I feel like I'm a moderately crazy dog mom. Like I love buying stuff for my dogs. Like, like I said, like I get them sweaters and costumes. Um, I feel like I've become more of a crazy dog mom with Harley. Like, I mean, doing this whole training program, I was like, man, we are bonded now. We are bonded for life. Um, and just being more aware of like, like, I mean, I've been taken to the dog park more. I feel like as Kaylee's gotten older, I've just kind of gotten out of the dog stuff. Um, but, but Harley is like reviving me a little bit and making Aww. me a little bit more active. So that, and he is definitely, Kaylee is definitely Eric's dog. Like she goes to him for everything. And Harley is definitely my dog where he is like, I will just come and lay on top of you. Yeah. If everybody's on the couch, he'll come and lay on top of me. So I feel like we have a special little bond. I love it. Well, Joanne, thanks for joining me today to talk about all things dog and nerding out with me about our dogs. Oh my gosh, anytime. I've loved talking about our fur babies and our family dynamics. If anybody wants to find you and Fiji online, where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram at Joanne Revising, J-O-A-N-N-E, Revising. And I am Cafe Du Martin on Instagram. And um, some other resources, if you are wanting to dive deeper into the mom hour archives about pets. I found that there is a more than mom episode. I couldn't find the episode number, but it is just called pets with an exclamation mark. And then episode 71, which was recorded in 2016. So it's, it's a little bit older, um, but it's called all about family pets. And then episode 286, which is called Pandemic Puppies, Foster Kittens, and Small Animal Pet Debate. And I think that's the episode where Sarah talks about her failed foster uh, <laughs> with her kittens where she ended up just keeping them. So, um, yeah, so you can check out all of that. Check out me and Joanne and um, follow the Mom Hour for all things pets. And Sarah and Megan will be back in your ears soon. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Mom Hour. Everything we talked about in today's episode is available at themomhour.com. And hey, while you're there, you can find more than 500 podcast episodes, plus articles, playlists, and resources about motherhood and parenting at every stage. And if you liked today's episode, we'd love it if you would take a minute to share the show with another mom in your life. You can also find us on Instagram at The Mom Hour, chatting and interacting with listeners between episodes. Thanks for being here, friends. We'll talk to you soon. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. 
That's Erica with a K, E R I K A dot A P P, and use code TheMomHour to save 20%. Megan, you know what I love about our partner, The Essential Calendar? I love the product so much, of course, but I also love that it comes from a small business founded by two moms. Right, just like us. Listeners, if you're drowning in details right now, like summer camps, travel plans, end of school year mayhem, give yourself the gift of the Essential Calendar, a seasonal at-a-glance poster-sized calendar for your wall. Get 10% off your order at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. That's 10% off at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour.